the Democrats are politicizing the coronavirus. You know that, right? Coronavirus. Just black and white. They tried to beat you on Russia, Russia, Russia. That didn't work out too well. This is the truth. They tried anything. They tried it over and over. They've been doing it since you got in. It's all turning. They lost. It's all turning. Think of it. Think of it. And this is their new hoax. This is Danny Land. Ah, yes, it is. That would be my cue to start talking to him, I imagine. How are you? My name is Danny Chekolinski. I'm your host. This is Danny Land. Our mission statement is kind of simple, my friends. 90% of the world is stupid. You are part of the 10%. I come to you from Willoughby, Ohio, inside my house, in the basement. We call the basement the dungeon. Willoughby, Ohio, 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Got a lot on the plate today, a lot to cover. William Shatner got a divorce. But what I find uh, kind of interesting, this 88-year-old guy is what he got in the uh, divorce settlement. By the way, we're talking about divorce. I'm going to tell you about my first uh, divorce. You'll never guess what Bill Clinton is blaming the uh, Monica Lewinsky affair on. MSNBC, their uh, host, uh, Brian Williams, this guy's an idiot. Senate minority leader, Chuck Schumer. He should be in jail and, uh, and more. Let's start with, a, uh, start with an email here. Let's kill the... Yeah, kill the music. There we go. Yeah, actually, the email has to do with uh, with the uh, the sound effects here. It's uh, from Mary. Uh, by the way, it's uh, Radio Danny on Facebook. Radio Danny on Facebook to send me an, an email. I enjoy the podcast, especially when you play a lot of sound effects, and that's from Mary. Now, sound effects and music beds are there. Let me give you a little back uh, backstage look here at Danny Land. The music beds, uh, the sound effects, and the uh, the ins and the outs and the opens and closes are all loaded on a tablet that's wired through a. Uh, through a mixer here. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to think and look for sound effects at the same time. Uh, just give you an idea here. And that's, you know, that's the reason why we don't do funny phone calls every single podcast. Because, you know, I try to make it a, you know, you, you want to you, you wanna vary the podcast. You know, sometimes they're heavy politically and sometimes they're heavy lifestyle oriented. And, you know, I try to make it a kind of like a lazy Susan. But uh, you got uh, your, hey, oh, let's see here. Yeah, give me an idea. You got a little music bed here. If you, if you need some music, you got some music here. Uh, no, I can't get it. Oh, here we go. Got to go, huh? And you got, uh, hey, now. Yeah, you got a little oh my. Oh my. Uh, you got Gay Tony coming on after the awards. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, want Browns coach uh, Kevin Stefanski. Super Bowl. Oh. Super Browns, baby. Okay. Let's go. Uh, uh, here he is. Here he is. Yeah, I don't mind personality because I, I respect guys that work. And so personality's welcome. Your production is required. That's absolutely right there, my friends. Dance party going. All right, you get the idea, okay? Uh, so that goes on. That's how we do all the sound effects and stuff. It's all done on the, uh, on the uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it here? This, uh, this uh, pad. This is a crazy little freaking pad. All right. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer threatened two Supreme Court justices at the end of last week. And then he said he, he didn't make the threat. You tell me if this sounds like a threat. Here we go. I want to tell you, Gorsuch. I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. 
You back. won't know what hit you. Somebody's kind of pissed off. Yeah, hey, you, you and I do that in a microphone and we go to jail. It's, it's obstruction of justice, threatening a government official. It's a felony under federal law. It is. And this, and this is, follow me here on this, friends. This is how Democrats, they, that's how they want to negotiate. They threaten. They yell. They, they accuse. They scream. They do everything except want to get along and solve a problem. They don't solve problems. They create problems. And I just don't understand why. If there ever was a time that we need to get along and come together, it's right now. Times are good. We've got a pandemic that's going on out there, and we need to address this thing. We really do. And I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about this fucking virus, all right? Everybody's talking about the virus. I want to move on to bigger and better things. But stop the rhetoric and the finger pointing and get back to the problem solving, please. Now, through all this bullshit, the president has, he's really remained uh, very, uh, very positive. I think the country is far more united than people think. And ultimately, what's uniting the country is success. And we're having more success than we've ever had. We got hit with the virus really three weeks ago, if you think about it, I guess. That's when we first started really to see, you know, some possible effects. But even despite that, the country, we are having the greatest year we had last year was the greatest year we've ever had economically. And I think the way we unite is really through success. But yeah, yeah. The, the thing about Donald Trump, OK, and you like the guy, you hate the guy. I understand he's a lightning rod. He's either left or right. There's no gray. All right. I understand. The guy is always positive. And, well, he really doesn't say anything bad when he's talking about the, well, when he talks about the Democrats, it's, you know, we know it's negative, okay? And, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm a libertarian, so I'm not a 100% all-in Trump guy. That's a lot of you don't realize that I'm not 100% in. But the thing is, he, he, Trump could back, he, he could back off a bit, but then he wouldn't be Trump if he backed off, and Trump is all about the brand. Uh, I should I should preface this next segment by saying I'm probably going to get a little bit upset. There's a new Clinton documentary on Hulu called Hillary. It came out a couple of days ago, okay? And in the documentary, Bill Clinton says the Monica Lewinsky affair was to, quote, unquote, manage my anxieties. I guess I should say, unquote, now would be the right way to do it. Manage my anxieties, unquote. And again, I apologize, but this really pisses me off. These people will say, these, when I say these people, I mean the Clintons, they will say and they, they will do anything. There's no connection to reality. There's, this is no anxiety. This is not anxiety. Let's be honest and talk about exactly what it is and what it was. This was a young intern with a mouth, and you, Bill Clinton, were thinking with your freaking dick, all right? My question for you, if this was anxiety, is when you put a cigar in her vagina, were you having a very stressful day? Is that what we can assume, sir? You lied, you cheated, you hurt people, you betrayed your family. This isn't, this isn't stress that was, that was deceiving people. It's something the Clintons have been doing for years. And at least nobody got killed this time. William Shatner is 88 years old. I love this story. He divorced his wife after uh, 18 years of marriage. Okay, so he's 88. They've been married, what is it? Do the math there, 80 to 60, what is it, 70, 70 years? Yeah, all right. 
No kids. They had four, four horses. He's a big horse guy. And three houses. So Shatner gets two houses. He gets two horses. He gets two dogs. And here we go. Here's the caveat. All of the horse semen. Now, I'm told there's a lot of money in horse semen. I'll have to take your word on that, okay? So my question is, where do you keep the horse semen? Is it in the freezer? Underneath the Mrs. T's pierogies? Is it in the refrigerator behind the milk? What do you do there, Mr. Shatner? William Shatner here. Yes. You know, I've been using a CPAP for over 10 years, and it's made a world of difference to me. But no one ever told me how important it is to keep my CPAP clean. Yeah, because when I get all that horse semen in my CPAP, I can't fucking breathe. Ah, space! The final frontier! Ah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, speaking about, uh, we were talking about uh, being divorced. I've been, uh, I've been divorced twice. I was married, well, no kids. First marriage lasts four and a half years. The second marriage last, uh, lasted a year. Engaged five times. I'm a fucking mess. So I haven't dated since October 23rd of, uh, what, 2014. It's probably a good reason. Anyhow, let me tell you about the, uh, the first divorce. I, come, I was living in Kansas City, okay? I got married in Oklahoma City. And I was living in Kansas City, moved there with my wife, obviously. And I came home, and there was, there was a note. It was on a Friday. I come home, and there's a note on the... Uh, on the, on the stove, uh, basically saying, you know, don't try and contact me or anything like that. I, I want a divorce. Well, I, I did some investigating. I found out that she left me for a customer. She was working at an Italian restaurant that she managed there in Kansas City, a place called uh, Johnny Casconi's. Now, here's what's kind of creepy, okay? My first wife never got along with her father. She had a really bad relationship with her father. She was afraid of him. Uh, for what reason, I, I, I don't know. But the guy... The guy that she left before looked just like her father and was as old as her father. And it gets better. He was on the run from the IRS, and he used to own a bunch of dirty bookstores. Uh-huh. No. You know, <laughs> he's probably the only guy in the world that could make me look like a winner. I never, ever talked to her again. I never saw her again. The entire divorce was handled by an attorney in Oklahoma City while I lived in Kansas City. And then I think the uh, Office of the Tribunal, I think that's a part of the uh, Catholic Church, they got involved to, uh, where, where they, uh, they, they, they make the marriage not legal. Basically, you can get married again in the Catholic Church if you give them a bunch of money. That's basically what it is. It's a sponge or, I'm not sure, but yeah. That's the story of my first divorce. You like that? Here's why I said MSNBC's Brian Williams is an idiot at the beginning of the podcast, okay? He can't do simple math. He was, he was off by almost a million, or maybe even more than that. Here's the thing. He was talking about billionaire Mike Blomberg. He dropped out of the uh, presidential race. We all know that it happened uh, late last, uh, last week. And uh, Blomberg spent about $500 million on advertising, okay? There are 300, roughly about 380 million people in the United States. So that comes out to about a buck 53 a person. Yeah. Somehow, Will, uh, Brian Williams thought it was like a million dollars a person, okay? And this is on uh, MSNBC. 
the uh, the other day. Um, somebody tweeted recently that um, actually with the money he spent, he could have given every American a million dollars. I've got it. Let's put it up yeah. on the screen. It when I read it. Uh, tonight on social media, it kind of all became clear. Bloomberg no. spent $500 million on ads. U.S. population, $327 million. Uh, don't tell us if you're ahead of us on the math. He I could am. have given each American $1 million no. and have had lunch money left over. It's an incredible way of putting it. Well, my friends, how does this, how does this happen? You are a major network anchor. Hey, let me take it one step. Okay, let, let's just... Stop finger pointing just at Brian Williams and uh, the the other TV talking head. How does a producer not not catch this? Okay, it shows you the intelligence and the integrity of the network. You are only as smart as the dumbest person on your staff. It's true. Meanwhile, at CNN, people are uh, saying "fuck Trump" on CNN TV <laughs> on live TV. Yeah. You can hear it in the background of this guy doing a live cutaway, so I just want to point that out. Listen towards the end of the clip here, okay? And you'll hear the, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. Well, what, what have you learned about that? Yes, Anjay, so we, we have some people who are driving by who are yelling at us right now, so <laughs> let, me, let me apologize for that because this is important. Please, sir, quiet down if you don't mind. Thank you. Uh, please, sir. Let's, uh, let's pipe down over there. Yeah, how about that TV talk again? Like I'm saying, you know, please keep it down. You got a you got a freaking lunatic yelling "fuck Trump." It's gonna it's gonna have any success whatsoever. I mean, this is a guy that would punch somebody in the face that, that was wearing a MAGA hat. You don't reason with people like that. You avoid them. That's life on CNN. All right, one more thing. One more thing. I was trolling the internet, and I came across uh, this legendary legendary porn star. Legendary porn star Kendra Lust gives dating advice. Now, first of all, legendary. The word legendary should never be used in front of the word porn star. But let's get some uh, some dating advice here All right, from Kendra Lust. Yeah. And the first date's been set up. What can a guy do to just knock it out of the park? Or, inversely, what's a terrible first date idea? <laughs> okay, terrible first date idea is to meet at a specific place. Pick her up. Go to her place. I mean, well, the thing is, too. So now we own cars as well. <laughs> we own. <laughs> well, the and thing is, too, I guess car. people are, I guess people, women are, because what if you're some psycho? So I have to, I guess, put that into perspective. But I'm like good old-fashioned chivalry. Chivalry. I like, you know, I like my car door open. I like those types of things. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, Kendra, I'm sorry. We had to stop it right there because I've seen some of your movies, okay? I've never seen you ask any of your co-stars to open a door for you, all right? Uh, hey, hey now. Let me get ready for this one here. I've, <laughs> I've seen you, uh, I don't even want to say this joke. I'm going to do it. I've seen you open your back door, but I've never seen you get into a Lexus, all right? Hey, now. There we go. Good Lord. You know, the only time I heard you uh, say the word please was when you screamed, please pull my fucking hair. Where's the other one? Hey, now. All right. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. Kendra Lust. And I did some research on her, okay? She started in a movie called My Friend's Hot Mom, so I have a hard time getting out of my head. You know, giving dating advice and, oh, aren't you the one that started in uh, My Friend's Hot Mom? You know, but uh, I, you know, if you want me to hold the door open for you at, at Starbucks and you'll give me a Hummer in the bathroom, I think that, I think we've got something, uh, we've got a deal made out here. We do. We've got a deal. 
I had to go there, didn't I? Uh, oh, let me get my clothes ready here. I need a, I need a favor. We've got to tell more people about the podcast. If you can do this, uh, just tell one person about the podcast. Forward to them. Uh, link it on their Facebook page. If you do the Twitter thing, tweet it out on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, anything. Post it on LinkedIn. Just one person. It means a lot. We do the podcast every Monday and Friday now, okay? Not, not three times a week. We, we're down to two times a week. And uh, we try to keep them under 20 minutes, okay? Thanks again. I appreciate you listening. It means so much because you gave me the greatest gift. You gave me your time. And as we know, my friends, time is the one gift that we give that we can never get back. You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people, rich or poor. But in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense? Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury. Like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wang. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself. <laughs>